Welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen J. Watson, and I have a very special guest here with me today. I have Dr. Rachel M. Wilson. She is a profound teacher, a prolific preacher, and a dynamic speaker who has more than 20 years of experience in ministry. Rachel Wilson is also an international recording artist. She's been seen on BET and different publications around the world. But I'm going to let Rachel tell you all a little bit about herself because no one can tell you better about themselves than them. So, Rachel, how are you? Hi, everybody. And hey, Chris, I am excited. Crispin Watson, I'm happy to be here. I'm doing very, very well. And I'm really just excited to share a little a bit of my testimony and journey with you all. Oh, yes. I'm so excited to hear it. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about where you grew up and how you got into music and into the ministry? Sure. Um, I grew up, I'm actually from Phoenix, Arizona. So I'm from the land of the, uh, you know, wilderness. <laughs> it's very hot there. So I grew up in the heat and I actually, at the age of five, started singing. My mother, um, she actually kind of recognized the gift in me when I was five because Pastor Shirley Caesar, those of you I know out there know who um, Pastor Shirley Caesar, she's a phenomenal, extraordinary minister, pastor, teacher. Yes. She was actually my role model at five. And so my, I would have a cassette tape of Pastor Caesar songs at five. And I, my mother would play it and I would go back to the, the cassette tape and I would uh, stop it and replay it again and replay it again and try to sing like her and mimic her sound. So my mother discovered that at five that she noticed, okay, Rachel has a gift to sing. She loves, she's drawn to um, gospel music. That was just always been my niche. I really always just love the sound of gospel music. Oh, wow. So that's kind of how you got into it at the age of five, just listening to Dr. Shirley Caesar. Yes. And that's and, when it was discovered. Yes. Oh, wow. So how did it go from there? Uh, what was your next step to actually landing a record deal? Because I know there are so many people out there that wish they could, you know, get their talent to the next level. What kind of helped you get to where you are now with music? Oh, man. Well, I will say this. It's a long, it's been a 38-year journey for me from the <laughs> age 5 to 43. So it's so much, and I have so little time, so I got to kind of surface everything for everyone. But I will say this. It's been a lot of milestones. When I got married to my husband, so I'm skipping from five, which actually is when I really started singing. My mother um, started me singing in the choir and so on and so forth. And then it went to me, my mother bought me a singalodeon for Christmas. I think I was at the age of eight to 10 and I started singing at churches. So I've been singing pretty much from the age of five and up. But when I got married, so I'm skipping a whole lot. I was in talent shows coming up. I was, my, um, my mother started a singing group called the Love Sisters and I was the lead singer when I was a teenager. And then that graduated to me getting married to my husband, who's a minister, and he saw the gift in me and took me to a studio where I recorded my first single, Happy. It was H-A-P-P-Y. That was my first cassette single, black and white cassette tape. 
1998. (laughs) So that's like really where the genesis of my career started in the aspect of actually music having recording and studio that was my first experience of something professional mm-hmm. and then from there you know um i sung in choirs lead singer sung open up for um keep the wonder boy johnson and luther barnes and i believe that was in was that in like 1998 as well 1998 i opened up my first concert it was a major concert it was a major door for me in 1998 and from there it just kept progressing because it's a long it's a 38 year journey so i'm skipping through but um I didn't receive my actual record deal, so I'm skipping a lot because I from from the Happy uh, cassette, I went to my first album, which was Make Up Your Mind, and I think that was a six-song recorded album. And then ten years later, after that, I re- I um, released a CD called Introducing Rachel Wilson. So mm-hmm. with that album is when I first got signed to Tate Music Group. That was the first label that picked me up. Oh, wow. And, you know, um, that was like about seven years ago. And if anybody know any history about Tate Music Group, it ended up right now and it, it ended up turning out to a big old thing where the head uh, owners are in prison now because they fraudulent, they fraudulent, you know, they were very fraudulent and stole a lot of money from a lot of artists, including me. I'm Ooh. one of the ones that was part of that scam um, on that label. You know, they really had, they had distribution for books and everything. So it's been a <laughs> rocky road with a lot of things. That was seven years ago, but we're fast forwarding it to now to get to the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently, about six months ago, I went and ended up on the Dr. Bobby Jones show in Nashville, Tennessee, where I was met with Daff Records. And it's actually there to owner, um, Pastor Darren Freeman and Adrian Freeman, who's actually the lead vocal singer for Risen who is a stellar award winner, Dove Award winner. Um, she's got um, several nominations this year. Phenomenal. I am end up getting drafted in their family for their label. That was six months ago. So this is like fast forwarding you guys up to where I'm at now and things are really doing very well. Um, I'm in the 50s um, on the Nielsen chart, chart. I'm in the top 100. I'm in the 50s. Um, I think the lowest I've been is like 53 on the chart and we're looking to go even higher on the top 100 for the Nielsen chart. Oh, congratulations on all of that. Thank you. I know it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. But your journey is so amazing. And you mentioned how you were involved in that scandal with the previous record label. So I would kind of describe that as like, was that a setback, you would say, or kind of like a trial that you had to endure along the way? Absolutely. I would say, I would say absolutely. It was mentally and psychologically um, hurtful because, you know, when you get a, that was the first time I ever actually got a deal, like a label picking me up. And when, when I think of label, because I'm a hard worker and I already had my own PR team, we were already doing everything independently. But Mm -hmm. when I thought of label, I think of support system. I think about a vehicle therefore that can transport my music or the message of Christ to another realm. So I was really excited about the journey, but when we got tied to Tate, it was, they, even though they did some things, they really did not do nothing more than what we could have done ourselves. So it really was like a mental setback for myself, my husband and my family, because it was a lot of promises, but it wasn't really nothing done. And so I, I, the way I saw Tate was like, God was 
almost giving me my practice running shoes before I put on my real <laughs> shoes to go forward now, you know? <laughs> he makes sure you're ready. He tests yeah. us along the way. Um, I'm an advocate for that. So how would you say you overcame like that mental, that mental distress that you, you went through during that situation? Um, it was not easy because I've already had a long journey through the process of being a gospel singer and things that I've gone through. And, um, you know, it's just everybody has their story. Everybody have their journey. But for me, because like I previously said, that was just like, oh, my God, I made it. God, this is what you promised me. You know, and I didn't know I made it into another pit, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is it, babe. God has did it. I'm signed with Tate Music Group. It's look on my CDs. It says Tate Music Group on here. And I didn't know that was like really another journey on top of a journey to go through. But out of that darkness came light. And the light that God has presented to me and we're walking in right now and as a result of it is Daft Records. And God has tremendously have been supernaturally moving on my music doors have been opening up like really, really, really well. I got a lot of stuff I have to do back to back because um, I waited for that season and God has really made himself to be faithful for me. Oh yes. He will do it every time. You just have to be patient in your waiting. Um, and I think so many entrepreneurs and people get, they get, um, I don't want to say it. They get discouraged when something like that would happen to them because they feel like, oh, I finally made it, but it's not turning out to be what I thought it was to be. So that's very encouraging and inspirational to someone that's dealing with something like that. So um, you have so much going on that I want to ask you about. <laughs> You're just yes, phenomenal so to me, Rachel. And I was looking on your website and saw that you have um, a nonprofit called Girl Talk International, Inc. Can you yes. tell us a little bit about that? Sure, sure, sure. And I, and I also want to remind you about the Dove Awards. I will also be displayed. Um, what is it? Showcased. They have like a Dove Awards showcase, and I'll, I'll be a part of that this year in Nashville, Tennessee in October as well. So it's a lot of good things happening. But yeah, so Girl Talk International uh, 2019 set the mark and our staple for 10 years that we have a been, we've been established with this 501c3 nonprofit organization, as you said, is for women only. I love saying women only because you know, <laughs> women, you know, we got our own thing going on. We get to go you know, hang out. <laughs> head down and we just hang out we do just like what you mentioned to me earlier we do girl it's called girl talk so literally when you said that that's what we do we have like real raw rel relevant conversations that are really current that really can meet us for where we are today um, without any distractions you know no offense to the men no offense to the children but you know, ladies just need their moment to talk and just get to be an emotional mess sometimes too, because we can understand each other. We know what each other go through. And then therefore it's a platform and a stage for healing. Cause the whole purpose of girl talk is to set an atmosphere where women can come in a place and really just be themselves and get some real, real bona fide answers that can meet them for where they are. To, I mean, we deal with every topic you can think of. We deal, we, we talk real. It's like real conversations, real healing. We always have food and fellowship on those nights. We have like um, Girl Talk is every first and third Friday. And we have those at this time. It's at our uh, location, 24 
39 West Florida Street. And we have so many women that have testimonies that have come to me and said, look, I've been healed. I've gone through a divorce. I've been healed. I went through domestic violence. So many women have gone through domestic violence. So yeah. I'm also a major advocate, you know, against women that have, you know, against people that have been abused or for rather women that have been abused to be a support system for them. Um, also women have gone through, you know, just more of the personal thing that women have had to go through. We have some women that have, have gone through some really painful abortions that they couldn't mm -hmm. get over. You know, this is just stuff that's like on the intimate side with women that no one sees behind the curtain what women go through. So I'm just so elated that God has given me a seat to be a voice and a mouthpiece to really encourage the women in Girl Talk International. I love that. I'm going to have to get connected with you all virtually or something. <laughs> Anytime. We would love to have you. Yes. Yeah, because I've been through a divorce. I've been through a domestic violence situation. So, like, you are really speaking oh my, God. my life right now. Like, little do you oh, know. So. You, look, you need to be one of our speakers, girl. You got a lot to say. Oh, yeah. I would definitely love to because it's been a journey. Trust me. Like, I'm still going through my divorce. This is going on, like, two years now. Oh, my God. Bless your soul. I, I can't even imagine. I will keep you in prayer because I can't imagine. <laughs> You know, really, it's gotten easier. And one thing that's really gotten me to where I am now is honestly um, just keeping my faith up and trying to live in my purpose. Come and on. that's kind of like the theme of the podcast for today. So to someone that may be dealing with a situation like that, because, you know, a lot of people don't like to talk when they're going through things. They kind of hold that stuff mm -hmm. inside. So what would you say to someone about how to overcome their life's obstacles to, to get to the other side, to get back to that happiness, to that joy, to living purposely while on this earth? Well, listen, I thank you so much for this opportunity. Listen, that I live for trying to help and encourage women because I'm a woman that have gone through a lot myself. One of the things I want to say to you ladies, I'm also a certified life coach as well, and that was intentional. I intentionally went through a university online to get certified, and I'm also looking in the future to get my master's in, in um, life coaching as well, because I really love to help women, but I want to be able to life coach them in their life so they can get through a divorce, get through abuse, or, and, and God has been so gracious to help me do that. But with saying that, my purpose of saying life coaching is because if I could say one thing to you ladies that's hurting out there and all of us are hurting together, we're in this together. Listen, you have to open up and talk to somebody. Yes. It's the fundamentals. It, that is so deep. You don't know how deep that was, what I just said. You have to talk to somebody because when you're hurting, the pain tends to cling onto pain. And what it does is it makes you go into isolation and says, you know what? I don't want to bother anybody you know what, I don't want to tell th my friend this because now how they're going to look at me. I don't want my neighbor to know I'm divorced. I don't want them to know I've been abused. I'm ashamed of it. Listen, there's not one woman on this planet, planet that cannot relate with you on something because all of us is ashamed of something we did, something mm -hmm. we're going through, something we're going through currently, but we have to talk about it. So what I, for myself, I've overcome many things in my life. I've overcome being a child that didn't have a father. So I can re relate with the women out there to saying, listen, I've never had a father love me. I've been there. I've been that damaged teen. I've been that distorted, you know, wife that come into a marriage. Don't even, I didn't even know what a man's love was. I had to learn that through my husband. So, and it came from a distorted view of what a father 
wasn't, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. just so many angles that I've gone through in my life, you know, losing family uh, members, um, siblings younger than you, siblings older than you, just, just in any area that I know that is very painful. What I had to do in those times, of course, I'm a woman of faith, so I always put God first. But I, even with being a woman of faith and a pastor, a pastor along with my husband, a pastor's wife, and been pastoring for over 21 years, I still have to talk to somebody. I still have to open up and say, look, I'm hurting in this area. I need some help in this area. So that's what be, that would be a fundamental that I would try to just speak out there that look, I made it through opening up. And I'm gonna be honest with you. There are many times in my life, the person I have to open up to was God. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you to just go to anybody and open up. Because you know, many times your pains can get worse. Your virus can become more viral if you go to the wrong people, your sickness become, can become more sickness if you're going to the wrong people. Mm -hmm. So many times I had to keep my sickness in my house and try to do a home remedy. You know, God, this is my problem. This is where I'm at. Holy Spirit, help me. I need some help in this area, you know? Right. So, um, but he's always been there for me. And I just want you women to know, look, you're not in it alone. Don't let pride get you because pride get most of us. Don't let pride tell you, you don't talk to anybody. No, they don't understand you. Trust me when I tell you, I don't care how prideful other women act and how, you know, uh, bougie some of the women act. Listen, the, the bougier they are, the more hurtful they're, you know, they're probably going through more painful things than you, you yes. know, so, so be encouraged out there. Yes. Yes, I love that. And I love how you said to always talk to someone because kind of the purpose of this podcast is to help people enhance the physical, mental, and spiritual luxuries in life. And so many people don't realize how important that spirituality is and keeping faith strong and not letting things distract you on this earth because there are so many distractions that will keep you from living in your purpose. So okay. what's, what's some advice um, you would give to a younger person or even an older person that's kind of struggling with living in their purpose because they're too busy distracted by worldly things? Yeah, I would definitely, I, I, I can honestly relate to that. Um, there's so much there are so many things that can distract you from day to day, even with all like it's been so I'm in a season now where it's just like almost like great good news is happening to me every day. But in the midst of the good news, there's also trouble and there's also um, heartache. There's other things I'm going through as well. And the stress or the pressure of the negative side, that's many times the balancing and balancing act for you to stay humble. So a lot of times we'll say, God, help keep me humble. I want you to bless me, but keep me humble. I don't want to act like so-and-so. But you have to manage those distractions. Those distractions that come many times are is a balancing an act, not for you to get out of your place of what God has called you to do. So right now, when I go through pressure and I go through bad news, I, I get great news. I've been, this is new season. I'm getting good news, but I'm also getting bad news too. That's all. That's called life. Welcome to life. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when I get that bad news, I have to live, I have to uh, dissect it. Okay. Is this going to be bad news to distract me from my purpose? Or will I choose this bad news to balance me, to keep me humble? This also can be a balancing act to stabilize mm -hmm. me. So I won't get prideful with the good news. Oh, you just spoke some life to me right there. <laughs> I promise like I've lived that out. Like I've been 
feeling like, you know, I've gotten to where I've gotten and I was just on top of it and God will humble you. <laughs> he will. He will yeah. humble you yeah. faster than anything. So that's one thing I try to incorporate in my prayers is to help me to remain humble and fix my heart and things like that. Oh man, that's powerful. So, yes, you preaching good. <laughs> And I feel like every day, you know, we live in a spiritual warfare. So how would you say um, to overcome that when you're trying to pursue a purposeful life? It's a challenge. Um, I didn't, I know for my whole life, God has been grooming me for such a time as this. So from a teenager to now, I've always dealt with some level of warfare. But what I believe that most of us in Christendom speaking primarily and kingdom, you know, we don't really believe that the higher we go, you know, I've heard people say the higher the level, the higher the devils. Well, <laughs> it's really, really true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> kind of say stuff like that. It's cliched. We say that, but it's really, really true that the higher you go, the higher the warfare. And I think a lot of times we don't really want to prepare for that level of warfare because we don't want to believe it's true. We want to just believe that God is going to open up a giant door, but there's not a giant, you know, Goliath to fight you there when you get there. Exactly. You know, everything is a match. And so, like I said, from a child to now, and I've always gone through a level of warfare, but in this season, my warfare have increased at least 10 times hotter because now God is making me, he's always been preparing me, but now he's actually training me for the position for the nations to be oh. that global voice. And so now because he has shifted me and I, he have ranked me, he's ranking me now to another realm. Now those spirits of warfare from different regions have picked up, oh, fresh meat. <laughs> 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 he's doing too good. Let's try to attack him right now. I'm like, oh my God, how did these spirits know I'm here? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's so amazing because when you get so deep in your faith, you you start expecting things like that. So you kind of know how to handle it. It doesn't really catch you off guard. It's like, okay, this is another thing. I know God is going to get me through it and help me get to the next level. Absolutely. But I promise you, when you actually go start going through it, you kind of think about maybe not doing it. Cause it's like, and this is just real talk and ladies, y'all know this out there. Cause I'm a, I, God is graduating me, but I'm a type of person that I want everything easy peasy. God, I just want you to do it. Just raise me up, you know, make me rich. Right. You know, a lot of rich people get lawsuits. Mm. People take money from them, you know? So I've even heard Steve Harvey say that. He said, you think it's cool being rich, huh? He said, try getting some money. And then you're going to find out how everybody want to take your money. Mm. And so rich people got rich people problems, but you know, some of us may not have those problems cause you haven't entered into that bracket yet. And so it really can make you kind of think like, Ooh, do I really want everything God have for me? Because in wanting everything God have for you, it comes with the package of warfare as well. So when you're speaking of warfare, you really have to be trained for that because that's a different battle. Like Rachel, do you have your sword? Do you really have your shield? Do you have a double shield just in case this shield go out? Do you have, I mean, like, do you have the, the, the plate of righteousness? Do you have your helmet? Of, you know, everything that you could think of, you're thinking, Lord Jesus, this warfare is really real because 
I've tapped into another ranking, I've tapped into another region, and even Satan recognizes when there's spiritual promotion as well. You can't just go to the nations and sing to the nations and revival take place. You're going to pay for that. Mm -hmm. And so that comes back with um, understanding. You know, Jesus said, my people perish because of the lack of knowledge. There's also scripture where he tells us, count up the costs. Oh, wow. And, you know, I didn't count it up. You know, I, I wanted, I want the blessing, but wait, Rachel, you know how much you're going to go through to, to do that work for the Lord? So this is not like a scare me moment. I'm not trying to scare people off from their destiny. I just want you to be prayed up. You know, um, women, who's ever out there, look, let's do it big for God. Who's ever listening, hey, go all the way. But in all of your getting, get an understanding, you know, count up the cost and say, you know what, God, let help me to be prepared for every realm because every realm requires a realm of warfare that you have to get through. There's realms, there's levels that you have to get through. And there's attacks is what I'm saying. The enemy, mm -hmm. he fights, he's gonna, if he has ground men that will fight you on ground levels, there are sharpshooters that are in places that you can't see this unknown. Yes. And so, it can get you yeah. unexpectedly. Exactly. So, you know, it's just different realms of warfare and it all just depends on what you're doing. So I, I only brought that up because you mentioned about warfare and I want to say out there to you guys, it really is real. So y'all look, my prayer life have to increase. Now, one of the things I've been doing is just stay focused on schedule for where God is calling me to now is to get rid of a lot of petty stuff. Oh, whew, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they go being petty, like on social media and just in life in general. Come on. Oh my God. You gotta say no. You gotta let it go. Really do. And I've been working on that for the past year. So <laughs> it takes encourage, let it go. <laughs> Right, like I'll see something, I was like, oh, should I be paid? I'm just not even going to say that. I'm just going <laughs> to act like I didn't see it. But that, that goes back to that accountability and holding ourselves accountable. And you do so many amazing things. You know, you minister, you sing. You're a mom. I see you have three sons. So how do you really find balance from day to day to really be successful and, and, and do the things that God really set you on this earth to do? I would uh, more so say just following the order of life, um, God being first, you know, that's the first card in my deck. And mm. then um, the second card would be my husband and my family. Okay. So, um, you know, you got God. Yes, God, you're first. You get the first slice of pie. The next <laughs> one would be my husband and my children. So my children and my husband should definitely know, besides God, they are second in my life. They shouldn't be fifth and sixth on the list because I got to travel out of town. Mm -hmm. I'm not wanting God to raise me up to, you know, for my family to be destroyed. So um, a lot of things, again, it goes back with wisdom. You know, if I want to keep a family, I'm going to have to keep it in line and keep it in place where God placed it. And so that's for, for me to balance, you know, God first, family. And then after family, it would be ministry and a career or whatever God has personally called me to do for, you know, my dreams or goals. But if you can keep your life in that order, the best that you can, because even with that, you know, things can get a little crazy, but let God see that you're making effort to put, keep him first, no matter what God is all about you. And I know it's about you, God, because, you know, I don't just 
put stuff together. I don't just take every appointment. God, I seek you and ask you to lead me, guide me, and even guide me what to say. Help me to lift up your name. This is about you, not Rachel. So mm -hmm. God should be getting the glory out of what I'm doing, not me. Amen. I like how you said you have to keep the order of things because I think that's kind of one issue I have with my marriage and, you know, Lord forgive me, but I was kind of putting my marriage, um, putting that first in my life. Now God is always ahead of my life. I get it. He really is. But I kind of felt like my marriage was kind of distracting me from my relationship that I had with him. And people think that like, I'm just talking when I tell people this, but one day, literally like three days before uh, my husband and I separated, I was just driving. And I was like, God, please remove anything from my life that's distracting me from my purpose. That's keeping me from you. And three days later, I'm falling out with my husband. My marriage is on the rocks. Like I'm pregnant at the time and oh, no. my husband is leaving. So it's been a lot. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Through all of that, it's really made me stronger and wiser in my faith. I wish I would have met you two years ago when all this was going on. Well, listen, girl, we are friends for life. I, I really connect with you in the spirit. On the side, I got to give you my, we got we to gotta exchange some information and stay connected, okay? We do. We really do. And, and that's another thing I love. So how important would you say it is to have... Um, connections with people like like that having someone you can turn to even if you don't know them that well how important is it to build those relationships and connections with different people that is that is like really really primary you really need it takes a village to help all of us all of us need somebody and in this season that's what god has been doing he's one of the signs of your new season god will put you with new people like mm -hmm. Just me talking with you, I can tell you my sister from another mother. So, <laughs> so it's like God is, he keep adding to my circle, but everybody he's adding to my circle is a compliment to me. It's not like somebody that's going to pull me off from my focus. They're going to encourage my fo focus. Iron sharpeneth iron. So that's what I sense from you is iron. I don't sense somebody that's, oh, they're going to pull me and take my focus and move me from what I'm called to do. No, I sense. <laughs> sharpness with you you know like somebody's focused that got a mindset to go forward and do big things for god likewise for myself god has literally blessed me in the last few months have been connecting me with like major people that are doing major things as big i mean people that are you know financially stable there's just they have much more than what i have whether it's fame whether it's money notoriety and he's been connecting me with them as my friends and i'm like look at god won't he do it won't he do it <laughs> so, so it's important to me because he will put people around you that can compliment you and they and it's great for them to have more than you because that's where you're going god will put a millionaire around you because they're now mentoring you to get what they have Yes, that is so true. And I, I, I posted another podcast about you can't be afraid to let people go. People that aren't growing um, spiritually, you know, mentally and physically, you can't be afraid to let those type people go because when you enter into new seasons, God will introduce you to a whole new group of people that will help you get to the next level without you even have to ask. So he will just place you in those rooms. People already know who you are before you even. <laughs> there so 
Um, so tell our listeners like a little bit about what you have going on in the future that you're excited about, whether it's your music or your ministry. I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you so much. I could talk to you all day, girl. We need like four hours. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that we're doing, um, I'm actually doing a project in the near future with Ben Tankard. Mm-hmm. And he's actually um, is going to be doing a song with me. And we're looking real recently to be working in studio with Ben Tankard. And he's going to be looking to produce and get this awesome song out for me real, real soon. So you all stay tuned for that. Um, the Dove Awards is coming up. I think I previously mentioned that in Nashville, Tennessee. And I will be on their, um, what is it again? Their, their, um, yeah, their showcase. I will be actually on the showcase. Double Award have different showcases. So I'm really excited about that. I'm not singing at the live Double Awards yet, but I'm <laughs> believing for a nomination definitely by next year. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, but, speaking to existence. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's what um, my label, um, the ones over my label, they're looking to try to get me some nominations. So we're excited about definitely 2020 coming into this year, but 2020, we're looking for big things to happen. But I will be this time as just um, on there there as a guest for Dove Awards. Their showcase they have different showcases, and then um, a women's conference I will be attending in Nashville, Tennessee as well, and I'll be singing there at um, again Adrian Freeman, who is the lead vocalist singer for Risen, and they're coming back in 2020. They're mm-hmm. her and her husband uh, co-pastors a ministry there in Nashville and I'll be singing there um, in October for that women conference. So it's a lot going on actually um, Atlanta live. So tomorrow I will be, uh, is it tomorrow or Friday? Friday. I'm sorry. I got a lot of stuff going on Um, (laughs) tomorrow. I would actually be um, on a radio. It's a radio broadcast in Atlanta, Georgia, and they're giving me an hour to do an hour um, interview with them with it's going to be music and doing something beautiful like you're allowing me to do today to just talk, share my life, my story. And then they're going to just play some of my music for an hour in Atlanta, Georgia. And then that, that'll be tomorrow, which is Thursday. And then Friday, I will be in it, be at Atlanta live. So I hope you guys tune in tomorrow. I mean, excuse me, Friday, Atlanta live. I'll be doing the whole praise and worship um, the music for that night, for the evening. And that would be this coming Friday in Atlanta Live. Oh, wow. That's so exciting. And congratulations, Rachel, for everything that you've accomplished so far and all the things that you're going to accomplish in the future. I'm so glad you were able to bless our listeners with such a wonderful message. And Y'all, we're going to have to do like a part two, part three, part four with Rachel because this just wasn't enough time. (laughs) I would love to do that. It would be amazing. Yes, definitely. So can you tell our listeners how they can reach you and how they can find your music? Sure. If you all want to contact with me, I would love that, you know, um, especially for Girl Talk or anything, www.rachelwilsonsministry, Rachel Wilson, I'm sorry ministries with a s.com and i'll say that again www.rachelwilsonministries with a s.com you can contact me on there also team not not that one and then what else yes team wilson pr at gmail.com if you would like to get me to come to an event to sing or anything like that of that nature i would love to do that and then my phone the phone numbers uh business numbers where you can contact public relations would be 336-338-8324 
um, or you can contact 336-851-1044. And I would love to be a part of anything you guys are doing, anything. So God bless you. Love you guys. And yes, I agree. We need to do a part one, two, three, four. <laughs> exactly. I love it. So we will have those numbers um, in our show notes. We'll have all the information for you guys to contact Rachel and connect with her and listen to her music and just be blessed by her beautiful spirit. Like I can even feel it through this podcast we're recording. So, oh, so nice. 